What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events, it's Prophecy Time. Author and Pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Yes! Alan Davis is my name, and I am thrilled to death that you are with us today. We are live today, Friday, September the 29th, 2023, in New York City, in the borough of the Bronx. I am a minister and preacher of the simple gospel message of Jesus Christ, which is the death and the burial and the resurrection of Christ Jesus the King. And through this great King, a person can find rest for his soul. Talking about this in Matthew chapter 11, Jesus Christ said this, starting in verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. A similar statement is found in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 6, verse 16. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way and walk therein? And here it is. Ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. Do you think today, possibly, that the reason many individuals do not have this rest in their soul is simply because sin is abounding? Notice the words of Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 24, verse 12. And because iniquity, of course, iniquity is sin, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Not everyone's heart is going to be growing cold on God because sin is abounding. But here Jesus said, the love of many shall wax cold. If today perhaps you have a prayer request or you would like for someone to pray with you or for you, 
Give us a call at 646-314-3625. That number again is 646-314-3625. And or go to one of our websites, bronxbbc.org, or it's prophecytime.org. Scroll down. Give us a donation today, if you might be willing. And and in appreciation of a gift of $20 or more, my wife and I would like to send you this, the Bible Promise Book, which has 1,000 promises from God's Word. The Prophecy Time message today is entitled, Five More Reasons to Go to Church in the Last Days, When the Hearts of Many Individuals Are Growing Cold. There are many passages in the Bible that refer to the church. Jesus said this, to Peter in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock will I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Notice the words of Paul in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23, For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the saver. Of the body. In the same book, Ephesians chapter 3, Paul wrote this in verses 20 and 21. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. So be it. And Paul wrote this in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17, For this cause have I sent unto you Timotheus, who is my beloved son and faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church. A person, an individual who has, is saved, an individual who has tasted the power of the world to come, ought to go to church. And last week we looked at five reasons to go to church in the last days when the hearts of many individuals are waxing cold. Five of them last week that we looked at is number one, the command, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more, more commitment to church as ye see the day approaching. So here in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, we see that individuals can see the day of Jesus Christ, his coming, the rapture, the revelation, getting closer. 
Number two, the context. The word ecclesia means a called out assembly or called, called, called to assemble. First Corinthians eleven eighteen. For first of all, when ye come together in the church, that phrase. When ye come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it. Thirdly, last week, we looked at the construction, the edification, the building. Our church verse is Jude, verse 20, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Church, going to church also helps you to continue this concept of continuing in Romans chapter 11, verse 22. Behold, therefore, the goodness, talking about the Gentile church here and the Jews first here, and severity of God. God is good. God is tough. God is a tough God. On them which fell, the Jews, severity, but toward thee, the Gentile church, goodness, if thou continue in his goodness, otherwise thou also shall be cut off. Then also going to church comforts your heart. First Corinthians 14, 3, he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation. And notice this, comfort. This week we're going to be looking at Five more reasons to go to the house of the living God in the last days when the hearts of many individuals are growing cold and people are apostatizing from the church. Number six or number one today, the sixth reason or the number one reason that we need to be going to church today is because of compassion, mercy. A child of God needs mercy. Somebody has said mercy is not receiving that which you do deserve. Judgment. Hell fire. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 7, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And notice the psalmist in chapter 5, verse 7, But as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy. And in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. And notice the words of the apostle in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his, notice this, his abundant mercy hath begotten us again into a lively, a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And notice Paul in Ephesians chapter 2, starting in verse 4, but God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace are ye saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And notice this, Titus chapter 3, starting in verse 5, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but 
according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. And notice this in 1 Timothy chapter 1, starting in verse 12, and I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who hath enabled me, for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, who was before, notice this, a blasphemer. Paul had a filthy mouth. And a persecutor and injurious. Paul went around hurting people. But I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And notice this in James chapter 2, verse 13. For he shall have judgment without mercy that hath showed no mercy and mercy rejoiceth against judgment. So here in our point number six, or the first one today, is we see compassion or mercy. Number two, or number seven altogether, is communion or fellowship. Christians, individuals, need fellowship with other saved people. Charles Wesley once said, the Bible knows nothing of solitary religion. 3,000 individuals were saved on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 in the Bible. The word of the living God says this in verse 42, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. There it is. And in breaking of bread and in prayers, prayers. 1 John 1, 3, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And notice this in verses 6 and 7 of 1 John chapter 1. If we say, notice this, that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. Is your life a lie? Nothing but a lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Do you have a dirty heart today? A dirty mind? You got to be careful about the television programs that you watch. Many of these programs are filthy. Then uh, number eight is our companions, friends. A person usually meets, can find friends in church. One statistic about church growth is that 86% of people go to church because their friend is there. The wise man wrote this in Proverbs 17, verse 17, a friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24, a man that hath friends, here's friends, you can find some friends in church, must show himself friendly, and there is a friend, Jesus Christ. There is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. 
And notice what Jesus said to the disciples in the upper chamber in John chapter 15, starting with verse 14. Ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. Number nine. Number nine. These conflicts. The church might, could, hopefully, will help solve conflicts. One couple went to church near divorce. Two of them came and got right with God and each other during the church service. It helped to solve this conflict. And notice these very interesting words in Luke chapter 17, verses 1 and 2. Then said he to the disciples, It is impossible, Jesus Christ, speaking here to the disciples, of course. It is impossible, but that offenses will come. But woe unto him through whom they cometh. It were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he cast into a sea, into the sea, that than that he should offend one of these little ones. And lastly, number 10 today, five more reasons to go to church because an individual can receive compassion or mercy in church. It is a place of communion or fellowship with others, but especially the great King Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus. We are able to find some companions, some friends in church. It is a place where we can solve conflicts. And lastly today, what about converts? Converts, individuals can be saved in church, but converts also need to be taught. I guess I wish someone would have taught me more when I first got saved. I don't know that it would have really done any different in my life simply because I was interested in football and basketball and baseball and softball and kickball and battle ball and fun, 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 fun. But individuals do need to be taught. Sin is abounding. There's many obstacles in front of the church, the house of the living God. But notice in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, till I come, give attendance to reading to exhortation, to doctrine. Individuals certainly need to be taught. And also, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men. We have an awful lot of individuals who are unfaithful in church who shall be able to teach others also. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9 and 10 say this, knowing this, that the law was not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for whoremongers, 
for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. So here in First Timothy chapter 1, verse 10, Paul is talking about this sound doctrine. And also he said this, these interesting words in 2 Timothy chapter 4, starting in verse 1, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick, the living, and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust, these evil desires, lusts are evil desires. They will not endure. The time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Individuals who just tell people just anything. Just tell people anything. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. We would like to invite you this this Sunday morning to our church. We're meeting over in the Bartow Mall at 2049 Bartow Avenue, room 28, the lower level. The entrance to the lower level is in the back left-hand corner if you're looking at the mall from the street. Give us a call sometime if you would like to get more information, 646-314-3625. And if you're uncertain about your eternal destination today, you're not certain that if you died, maybe, hopefully you will not die today, but you could plunge into a furnace of fire just any moment. You're vulnerable. And the voting booth, all these individuals cannot save you. There's one Savior, Jesus Christ, who died, was buried, rose again from the dead. And if you would like to, in your heart, if you have the will to receive the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior today, bow your head, pray something like this. God is looking at the intent of your heart. Lord, I am a sinner, but I believe in the death, your death on the cross, the burial of the Lord Jesus, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and I accept you now as my personal Savior. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, give us a call if you want to, 646-314-3617. And go to one of our websites, bronxbbc.org. We have our address there. If you'd like to give us a donation, we would appreciate it. You don't have to do anything. But if you would like to, you could help us to be able to cover some of the cost of the radio program. Or it's prophecytime.org. Scroll down, hit our YouTube channels. We've got all kinds of It's Prophecy Time stuff there. And um, 
We'd love to see you sometime. If you would like to receive one of these books here, the Bible Promise Book, for a donation of $20 or more, uh, we would be happy to send this to you, 1,000 Promises from God's Word. And so today, we're, we're here. Don't forget, it's Prophecy Time, 2.30, Monday through Friday. And so... Kevin McCullough is next. God bless you. Have a fantastic day. Okay. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to It's Prophecy Time with Pastor Alan Davis. Generous listeners like you make the airing of this program possible. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Here's the address again. It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.